You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose, will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. (laughs) 
When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for He is good. Yes, He is good. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. Dot com and click on our donation page. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. Holy Spirit, override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies to my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, write this down. Mind my own business. And you say, oh, we in trouble when you do that. <laughs> we don't get better by chance. We get better by choice. You hear me? We don't get better by chance. We get better by choice. So we have to make a decision to get better. It just doesn't happen. If you're waiting on chance to make your your choice, it'll do it, but it won't be the right one. We don't get better by chance. Better by choice. So we have an interactive church where you raise your hand and somebody bring a mic to you. And we're always sure about how if you don't take notes on your phone or some type of device, you forget 95% of what you just learned the next day. So to prove that point, I'm going to show a video. Uh, Megan and I we went to a workshop, and they, they showed this video, and it was really powerful. All right, okay, all right, so check it out. This is why you need to take notes. Hello? Hi, is Mr. Jones in? No. Who's this? Kathleen. Hi, Kathy, how are you? Fine. Good. Look, I have a message for Mr. Jones. Would you give it to him when he comes back? Yes. This is the message. Tell Mr. Jones that there's a meeting between his lunch and his 2.30 appointment. You got it? Okay. 
Yes. Would you tell him that? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, I forgot it. <laughs> oh, I just forgot it. Did you remember it? I, th I thought I might have given it to you too fast. I forgot it. I thought you might, sweetheart. Do you want me to tell you again then, huh? Yes. Okay, now you try to remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you tell Mr. Jones that there's a meeting between his lunch and his 2.30 appointment? Can you remember that? Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do you see why we need to take notes? <laughs> Did y'all notice she had a pencil in her hand? Why didn't she use a pencil? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got an iPad or a phone or a pencil. Why don't you use that? I mean, today, guys, uh, uh, Mr. Dale Johnson did an awesome teaching. So I wrote down some notes. All right? It, so on the second Sunday of every month, we have men's breakfast where we just meet. And we'll have some per somebody cook or buy food, uh, I buy food, uh, buy a meal. Or then, you know, we just pull a name out of the hat. And, and from there, you know, we, we over between 8 and 9, nine o'clock. And so Dale did a teaching. But what's it, he, he, what stood out to me was he said, you can correct a wrong decision by making another decision to change the last decision. Y'all got Y'all want me to say it one more time, Bonetta? I know Bonetta said, say it one more time. You can correct a wrong decision by making another decision to correct the last decision. So don't just wallow in the wrong decision. Make another decision. Amen? Y'all got that? You got that? Yeah. Ashley, you got it? <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting on a new series. Uh, but first I want to thank uh, Nicole. Where you at, Nicole? Y'all give Nicole a hand clap. My wife and I was on vacation, and the sh Nicole and uh, Shayla, they ministered the word, and boy, did they minister the word. At Texas all the way. Yeah, awesome job. Very comfortable, very funny. Yeah. All right, so we started on a teaching called just the second one, the second uh, in the series, No Turning Back. And the closest thing to the world system I could find for that was a no U-turn, a U-turn sign. Okay? And so... Uh, we always do a quick review, so we got Bonetta and Wayne that's going to do a quick review for us. All right? So who wants to go first? What stood out to you? Uh, we talked about why we would choose to turn back, Ooh, okay. and one of the reasons was because of comfort. Okay. Um, with that, it's a zone of familiarity. Okay. All right? Yeah, uh, what stood out to me was when you uh, brought out that, that verse in um, the Bible, Proverbs twenty six eleven that says, uh, as a dog returned to his own vomit, the food returned to his body. Okay. So when we turn back, it's, and then you showed that picture of the dog. Oh, oh you, mean, you mean yeah, that picture? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And they were so disgusting. And okay. it, it, so I can see how God is really like so displeased, disgusted with, not disgusted, but yeah, disgusted with us when we turn back okay. to our former things we used to do, former, okay. former behavior. All right, anybody else? Thanks for those two. Anybody else? Anything stood out to you? Do you still remember the word that he gave you about you turning back? Everybody remember that? Really? Okay. All right. Oh, you wrote it down. There you go. That's it right there. She wrote it down. So for those who are here for the first time in this series, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to show you what area of your life that he wants to bring healing to for where you turn back. Okay? Fair enough? All right? Y'all ready? So if you were not here before, and this is your first time in this series, Everything that I teach is going to be based off the word or the area that he gave you so that you would apply what I'm teaching to that area, okay? All right, so those who, this is your first time in this series, repeat after me. Holy Spirit, show me the area. Notice that it's singular. The area that you want me to stop turning back from, turning back from. And then just slip up your hand once he shows you. He's either going to give you an image. I see you in the back. He's either going to give you an image of that area or give you a word. I see you. 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 So go ahead and take the time to write it down. Because everything that I say, you want to apply it to that area. Because the Holy Spirit deals with core issues instead of surface issues. All right, everybody got it? Anybody want to share what that area was? Feel free. I got one in the back. I asked Holy Spirit what it was that I need to not turn back from, and that is I know the benefits of healthy eating. Okay. I know the benefits of exercising regularly, and I have turned back. Okay. Appreciate you. And so that is what I am not going to turn back from going forward. Okay. I am going to begin eating healthy again and um, exercising regularly. Okay. Okay. Appreciate the honor. Anybody else? Got one here? Self-control. Self-control. Okay. Okay. All right. In, in multiple areas? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Appreciate the honor. Got one? I'm not going to go back to eating uncooked rice. Okay. I have so much more energy now. I look cute if I do say so myself. <laughs> I feel good. You I have turn more around. You turn energy. Around. Everybody want, they want to turn so around. But yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. going to return to eating uncooked <laughs> okay. rice. Okay. okay. So we have a policy here. If somebody says something special, you can turn around and look and see who they are. You, 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 don't, you, know, you don't have to wonder, right? Right, Thor? You just turn around like, what? Who said that? All right. Anybody else? Hurry. So this is brief review. We talked about a reason we turn around is for comfort. A reason we turn around is predictable. We know exactly what's going to happen. Jazz knew exactly where she could find that rice at when it's nice and dark in the house and you, you couldn't hear her chewing on the rice. She waited until we, we all were sleeping. It, identity, we'll turn around based off our identity. What, what, what does that mean? You mean our identity? So we've been used to failing at things. We get to week number six. And we have a policy where after six, we're going to fail. So let's just turn around and we'll quit. We'll withdraw from the class or whatever. So our identity causes us to turn back. Then I got a few new ones. 
pride. What does pride say? So, so write this down. Let, let me tell it, and then you decide how you want to write. So every emotion has sentences attached to it. So if you have anger, in order to be angry, I've got to tell myself something. In order to be prideful, I have to tell myself something. So what does pride say? It talks to you. I know better. Pride says I know everything. What else does pride say, Faith? I'm above this. I'm above this. Okay. Here, give me an example. What do you mean? That's good. Comes with that emotional maturity. Uh-huh. Okay. Like you walk in a room and you just feel like I just you might go I well, I will glance and uh-huh. just be like, Oh, I'm better than this. Oh, I'm better than this. Okay. All right. One here. I already know this. I already know this. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Okay, okay. Alright. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. What does that mean, Dale? Because if you're angry with somebody and your pride kicks in, you're going to stay angry because okay. your pride said, I'm not letting go. Okay, all right, I'm okay. Sorry. And surely I'm not going to do the forgiveness prayer, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> can also mean that you think you have it all together. Oh, you got it all together. Okay, right. pride says I got it all together. Okay. Uh-oh, we, it, it, we hit something with this pride thing. <laughs> Go ahead. I learned from you that the opposite can be true as well. Pride could say that I'm so flawed that Ooh. God can't use me. He He can heal other people. He can use other people, but he can't use me. Amen. Oh, good point. Yeah, I was going to piggyback off for her. I was going to say that, you know, if God says one thing, but we choose to not believe it, then that's prideful because we're putting our thought above God's word. Okay. Isn't that challenging? I mean, because somewhere along the line, we believe that we know everything, but he He made us. Yes, ma'am. Doc? Pride says I'm smarter than God. Ooh. Y'all be real. How many of us think we're smarter than God? Look, look, they know. Pride won't even let us raise a hand. See, pride won't even let us raise a hand because we're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Right, fam? It won't even let us raise a hand. You know, at least it did, you know, like Cynthia sometimes, you know, she do that little thing like it. Like, you know, I, I got to look real hard to find. Can y'all see that? And then she turned her head. Uh, 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 let me keep on going. Let me keep on going, sir. Pride says as long as nobody notices, I'm good. Ooh. Who else? <laughs> that pride is something, isn't it? Got one up here. We get in trouble because of pride. We won't ask for help because of pride. Yes, yes sir. I just got through reading a book, and a guy said the mark of spiritual maturity is when you give up your right to be right. Ooh. Ooh. Why is that so important, though? Why is it so important to be right? That's a question. I got two. Because your worth is attached to okay, it. Okay, so your identity is attached to it. Your worth is attached to it. If I'm right, okay. You, you hear the hand up? Why is it so important to be right? Kind of similar because when you're a child, you come up, you start to gain these beliefs about how the world works okay. and how you can get things done. Okay. And then when you find out that, you know, those things aren't necessarily so, so it really messes you up. Okay. Yeah. Because what I found out about pride is it's, it, it gets you stuck because you want to ask for help. You won't admit when you're wrong. You won't ask somebody to forgive you. Why won't we do that? I mean, what is it about forgiveness that we have such a challenge with through pride? Because it's pride, then it's forgiveness. What, what, what's the challenge we have with that? I got one over here. You may think you look weak. Oh, you might think you look weak. And what if you are? In our weakness, he, we, we stay strong in our weakness. So the sooner I can acknowledge where I am, the sooner he can come in and change it. But our pride says that will he change it? 
We don't like to ask for forgiveness because we have to admit that we're wrong. Okay. Okay. And we don't want to be wrong. So the person who asks for forgiveness is admitting that they're wrong. Okay. All right. Was somebody over here? Okay. Good. All right. So we, we recognize that we don't want to turn around. I mean, we turn around because of pride. So God will promote us to a new position, and we will take the position, but we'll suffer in silence because we can't ask for help. You follow me? And they put you in a position, they knew you would have questions. Instead of just sitting at your desk, just ask for help. All right, then the next one is fear. Mr. Dale talked about fear this morning. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But when we operate in fear, what happens is we'll turn around because somewhere along the line, Christians think that if God gives us something to do, but you should know this more than anybody else with the building you're working on, the church you're building, is that when we do something God tells us to do, are there going to be obstacles? So people will turn around because they assume that because it's of God that there are no challenges attached to it. Turn to your neighbor and say, bald face lie. Bald face lie. <laughs> What's a bald face lie? I mean, that's a, that's a big lie. How many of you guys did something for God and, and you had challenges? Y'all be I said I'm looking at you. Okay, okay, she got it. She got it up. She got it up. Robert did, did it like that. Like, raise your hand. Raise your hand. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Can't have fun in church. Where can you have fun? So what's the last thing you encountered where you were believing God and a challenge came up? Let's talk about it. I'm not the only one. Right here. I was uh Believing God for a new job. Okay. And I got an opportunity to uh, work with kids. Okay. Uh, be an instructional assistant, which is basically like uh, taking the kids to class and helping the teacher out as much as they need. Um, I didn't realize that when I walked in there, the kids were going to be how they were. You know what I mean? Okay. I anticipated it. Okay. Um, but it was definitely a challenge. A lot of fear. I kind of wanted to turn back. Like, okay. I don't know. If, I didn't know if I was equipped okay. enough to deal with these kids, especially as they got older, the older kids. Not okay. so much the first and second grade, maybe uh -huh. third, fourth, fifth. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. when you say the kids were how they were, well, well, well I, I know where you work, yeah. but they don't know. Oh, well, the yeah, yeah, they they try to figure out what, what was wrong with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I work at Virginia Randolph, and okay. it's an alternative school, so a lot of kids who have uh, ADHD, okay. um, behavioral issues, mental okay. uh, disorders. Uh, that's the kids we we uh okay. we tend to, yeah. Okay, All right. they they didn't want to know. Didn't y'all want to know what's wrong with these kids? <laughs> All right, who else had a challenge where God told them to do something? I got one up here. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I was believing the Lord to direct me to the right graduate program. Okay. Right? So he sent me to the computer, and I did a lot of research on what school I should go to. And James Madison stood out. And this was back in March. Okay. And I just I, – I applied, and then I got to the part where I had to write a personal statement. And I was like, oh, Lord – and I'm going to tell you, I did not finish that personal statement until July. Okay. And in a week's time, I was accepted into the program. Okay. But it was conditions attached to it. I had to, um, it was four classes I need to take before I can be accepted into the program. And so I saw that as a personal challenge, and I kept thinking, well, what's wrong with my transcript? I graduated um, undergrad 3.7, you know, I, I'm the best. I'm, I'm who y'all need. Okay. Why do I need to take these extra classes? So okay. I fought that thing. And come to find out, it didn't have anything to do with me personally. Ooh. 
Ooh, I mean, that. I almost quit because okay. I had a lot of people in my ear saying, well, just apply for VCU. Try to go somewhere else. Okay. Maybe you won't need those extra classes. And um, something said fight for it. And my husband was like, you know, you you can't give up on this. Okay. I don't think that it's what you need to do. Okay. And I fought for it and come to find out it was um, it's something that they suggest everybody do. Okay. So it's to not kind of refresh yourself. Uh-huh. So it's not about... It wasn't about me. You? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who else had the hand up? Yes, ma'am. Ms. Nicole? I was working on a community event, and okay. yesterday was the last one. But every event we had a challenge. Um, the event was for gun violence prevention, and somebody got shot a couple um, blocks away from the event being hosted. Um, uh uh, agency that I thought would be supportive was not supportive and then I found out a group of ladies decided to have a meeting about me um, to find out what was my motivation and what was I trying to do and where did I come from and uh, was I trying to get a grant and was I trying to uh, take advantage of them okay okay and that hurt it did okay you forgive them yeah okay all right but you took a deep breath when I said challenges can, can you share a little bit about the challenge that you have faced trying to start a ministry and, and a building and so forth? Because so we're talking about you can turn around, okay? Not to turn around, but a lot of people turn around. Well, um, first of all, I think you really need to be clear when God calls you to do something. It's pretty serious. Uh, it's not an option. So there are many times that um, the challenges that I face, whether it's the city bureaucracy and just trying to get permits released or whatever, or just trying to work with contractors who are now all over the place because of the busyness uh-huh. of, of the economy. Um, it, it Obviously, it comes with a lot of different challenges, uh, challenges with finances. Okay. Okay. So, um, But again, if you're called of God, you just stay with it and go. And, and you, you know, we talk about mm-hmm. this a lot in our Jobs for Life class, mm-hmm. that perseverance is what builds character. And so if you uproot the, the process and bail out because it's difficult, then God can't build your character to the next level, and that's what he's interested in doing. Amen. It's real stuff, guys. So, you know, because you believe God, oh, you hit your hand up a while back. Okay. In my experience, um, even to admit that you want to follow God automatically. Uh Uh-oh, come on now. Challenge is going to come. Okay. And... And it says that in the word. Okay. So you just have to put on your whole armor and okay. just endure it, and it will be a casualty. Okay. So, so once you let somebody know or they see that you're different and you're a believer, you, anybody have been persecuted because you're a believer? Okay. All right. If you haven't, just wait. It's coming. The next one is core beliefs. Now, this is one, Sharon, I had to put in here. Okay? Guys, this is where my counseling ministry supersedes other areas is because the core belief, see, this is where God brings healing. He always goes to the core of every issue. Always when I get a new client, I, uh, they'll come in, they'll sit, sit down, and I tell them, look at the floor. And they, they look at me like, why am I looking at the floor? I say, the carpet, you see that top part? That's the part everybody sees. Underneath that, you know, you have padding. And then underneath that is the subfloor, and underneath that is the foundation. The foundation is where God brings healing to. That's what we call the core belief, okay? And so we're going to talk about that. So write this down. Core belief is an absolute statement about ourselves, others, and God. What does absolute mean? 
all or nothing. There is no other way. If I believe that I'm broke, that is a core belief. I can win the lottery. Let me use somebody else, okay? <laughs> they can win the lottery, and they will find a way to lose it because their belief system says, I'm broke. And, and we're going to look at some scriptures on into this. So absolute statements about ourselves, others, and God. Absolute means there is no flexibility with this. I got one here. <laughs> I got a quick question. Um, if someone else has a core belief about you, uh-huh. how does that affect you? You, you? They won't change how they look at you. Okay, did I answer that question quick and fast enough? They, they won't change. So that's why racism, racism exists. Because there is a belief that whites are bad. There is a belief that blacks are late. There is a belief that, uh, what, what, what's the correct Hispanic? That's, that's correct? They are hard workers. But these are absolute statements, meaning that I can be the best black person there is, and if you have a core belief about me, there's nothing I can do to change it. That's why it says the word of God is quick, powerful, sharpening any two-edged sword, able to divide between soul and spirit and intents of the heart. So when you come to me for counseling, I'm going to go to the core belief, and I'm going to introduce you to Jesus in that area. Because wherever there's a core belief is, it's unchangeable unless it's done through him. Unchangeable. And there is no variation in it. That's an absolute statement. If you believe you're going to die at 45, guess when you're going to die? My dad had a quote that I didn't know until later on. It was a core belief that people in his family died young. He told my mom, he said, when they were married, he said, you know, know, I'm going to die young. He was young, so he died at 59 because he believed what? Die young. That was an absolute statement. Now, he was a pastor. How many of y'all know a pastor can be wrong? How many of y'all know the pastor can have absolute belief? You know what I'm? This is unchangeable except you invite Jesus into that earth. So we're going to look at some of your core beliefs. Because when, when I look at why we choose to turn back, it's because it's not supposed to be that successful. If you've got a core belief that is, I'm, I'm not supposed to be that successful and everything goes right, then what will you do? you got to sabotage it because your belief system says that it can't be this good. You had jacked up relationships, and all of a sudden a good one comes. Say good one. Then if your belief system says that that relationships are jacked up, or men are dogs and women are, don't say it. We're on the Internet. (laughs) Don't say it. To the rest of you, don't say it. Whatever your belief about marriage. Well, what are some beliefs about marriage? All right? If, if y'all, y'all with your spouse, it's okay. Because you're not talking about them, right? Okay. That is hard work. It's hard work. Okay. All right, what else? Dale, go ahead. You raise your hand. <laughs> hey, did, he, did y'all see how slick he did here? He was like, well, you know, like, he's he looking at his wife like, okay. I asked I don't need a paper to prove I love you. Ooh, I don't need a paper to prove I love you. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's sweating that day. Look, he's sweating that day. What, what, what are some of the beliefs you heard about marriage? So, because he heard it, that doesn't make it true for him, right? Y- y'all get him out of the hook because you got sweat bees coming up. On. Okay. I think what I've heard more than anything else, and that's come from my parents, that it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. It's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> His wife say that's not here. Huh? Did they lose intimacy? Ooh, they lose intimacy. Okay. Right. I'm with y'all. I knew you were going to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. That's a movie, huh? Okay. okay. I've heard people say that your life is over. Your, your life is over. Ooh. Okay. See, see, see how belief system works? That, that's a good one. I believe, believe your life is over. So then, now what is she talking about? Marriage. But what did Satan hear? Huh? Satan is a legalist. Now, now, nothing wrong with what you said. That's what we asked for. But if Satan is a legalist and she says, your life is over, then if somebody, if she has a rat and dies, people are like, I wonder what happened to her. You follow me? But the belief system, that's what a core belief does. It affects every area of your life when you're thinking it only affects one. So when you get free in that area, it affects every area of your life, but in a good way. Well, yeah. is this good or bad when people say, well, that's my better half? That's my better half. Yeah. So what the other half? <laughs> <laughs> that means you're not a good half, right? Okay. <laughs> Pay attention, Monty. Pay attention. I just hear everybody say that after you get married, everything changes. Ooh, okay. Just everything. Ooh, everything, not just everything. See, see, see the, the another thing about core belief is, is absolute. So it uses absolute terms like every, always. What, what's another absolute term? Never. She never pays attention to me. Core beliefs operate in absolutes. Who else? Yes, ma'am. Miss Faye? I've heard people call their um, spouse the ball and chain. Ball and chain. Okay. So you're in prison. <laughs> you get married and then you make a mistake, you go to prison. Ball and chain. This stands real, guys. I only spend time in core beliefs, in counseling. Only spend time. Because if I get that, I got all 12 of the other areas of your life. You follow me? All right, so absolute statements about ourselves, others, and God. Ooh, so what's some statements we make about God? Now, just because you're saying it, that's not you, okay? So y'all can relax, say relax. Okay, all right? Well, what are some statements about God? Absolute statements about God. He's up in heaven, and he, he got the, the hammer ready to boom. Okay. Now, this isn't for me. But it's not, not for her. <laughs> People say he never answers prayers. Oh, he never answers prayer. Okay. All right. He's good. He's good. Okay. Okay. So how, how do you expect them to be? Good. Good. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. A belief doesn't lie to you if you believe it. So whether you believe he's good or whether you believe he's bad, you get what you believe. Who? who, who about God, what you heard about? Him? When people, um, other people, they've died, uh -huh. or you know, someone in someone's family died. Oh, it was meant to be. God called them home. God you know, called them home. Okay, because he needed a flower in his garden. Come on, people. <laughs> he make everything. He got to kill you so he can get a flower. <laughs> Y'all just think about that thing, man. Just think. So I'm gonna take you out, and then I'm gonna grind you up. Put your fertilizer so you can grow again. Come on, guys. Think about that. I see one here. Yes, ma'am. Um, that he lets bad things happen. Oh, he lets bad things happen. Okay. Okay. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on he time. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. People be saying, hey, man. They're excited about that day, man. <laughs> um, I think it's one that said God gives and God takes Ooh, away. Oh, God gives and God takes away. Got one up here? 
We just talk about an absolute statement about God. That he's all-knowing. He's all-knowing. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Teresa, you good? I got Wayne. Wayne got one. Got two. Some absolute statements about God. Now, if you believe he makes you sick, don't, 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 don't pray to him for healing. Because that's what you believe. Okay. That God wouldn't send them to hell. Oh. He didn't send anybody. Okay. He chose to go. He chose to go. But right. we, people believe that God sends people to hell. Okay. All right. And they choose to go. Okay. That, that you can't know his ways. Oh, you can't know his ways. Yeah, okay. I haven't done a lot. Okay. All right. Anybody else? I had to pronounce that in, in my life because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sitting at the table. I'm seventh grader, and I got an interest in God, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, uh, my dad had a lot of Bible things and stuff like commentaries, and, and he's coming home from work one day, and I'm sitting at the table, and I'm writing all, all these scriptures that I see in this book. And uh, he said, what are you doing, son? I said, uh, writing these scriptures about God. And he said, you can't know God. Hear crickets. So I had to renounce that thing because whenever I tried to get scriptures in me, I couldn't get them to stick. Because if I got the scripture, then I would know God. You follow me? So I had to forgive him for what he said. I had to forgive myself for believing it. So y'all write it down. Write it down. Forgive the person who planted the seed and forgive yourself for believing the seed. Because it grew, guys. It grew. I noticed that I, I lost it. I lost my interest in God because if I can't get to know him, why would I spend time trying to? So I'm supposed to be at church. <laughs> you follow? Y'all know? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Girl, don't you even say nothing. I got one coming your way. Who, who else? Yes, ma'am. These, Keep um, your hand up so they can see. So-called acts of God Ooh, whenever of God. bad things happen. Okay. So it's like I had to say that because every time I look, I look at the news, they're talking about this holy fire. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all these homes and stuff. Yes, ma'am. Oh, oh, you got one behind you. Go ahead. Some yeah. people say he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Ooh, okay. All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, for... I just wanted to go back to say something about the marriage one. Uh I believe that um, for marriage, it's not about having someone to complete you. It's someone to compliment you and amplify who who you are already. And as far as core beliefs for God or Christianity, that it's not just a religion, that it's a relationship, a personal relationship that you have with God. Okay, a personal relationship. Okay, all right. Who else? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh, question. Question. Y'all listening? (laughs) <laughs> Can people be blind to what their belief systems are? I'm glad you asked that question because that's the next point. Bam, there it is. Ooh. <laughs> Say, look at that. So the beliefs operate in the subconscious, unaware. You don't even know they're there. But God's word says, by their fruit, you will know them. So if someone keeps having tragedy in their life, there is some type of that fruit is manifesting itself, but it has to have a starting point. It has to have a belief. You, 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 you want to get all of that. I mean, like you're tithing and you're giving offerings and you're believing for financial blessing, but if you got a core belief that says you're poor, God is presenting the blessing to you, but what are you doing with it? You got to do natural things. You got to set up a budget. 
But then we turn around and say, I'm tithing, I'm giving offerings, I'm going the financial way that God says blessings are manifested, but I don't invest my money, I don't save my money, I just spend my money. You follow me? <laughs> That's an amen, okay? It's real, guys. He always does. That. That's the difference between a covenant and a contract. A contract says to wrestler that I don't trust you, I'm going to get you to sign a paper. Because you might not do what you say you're going to do. But a covenant says, regardless of what you do, Madeline, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. So if God says that he's going to bless you, open up the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing that there is not room enough for you to receive it, then that's what he's going to do. But then what do we do with what he gave us? You follow me? That's what a real deal is. So when you, if you want to really ask the question, Lord, where am I missing it in this earth? You follow me? I realize that I think I asked my question. You know, I ask, do you have conflicting core beliefs? Yes, sir. Because uh, I had a, you know, I was confessing for years that I'm retired and uh, and I'm prosperous. But then I also make a inner confession that I saved my money for a rainy day. Okay. Right? So when I've saved up a good amount of money, something will happen. Okay. And that I would have to like that money I saved up, I had to go to that thing. Okay. You, you, you hear what he said? Conflicting core beliefs. The money is going to come, but I got to find a way to to mess it up. Uh, uh, when I was at Circuit City 20-something years ago, 1985, something like that, you know, we always got bonuses. Yes, sir, bonuses coming. Boy, that big bonus is coming. I get the bonus. But I had a conflict in core belief. That something always come up when I get my bonus. You know what happened? Something always came up when I got my bonus. And I mean, I'm not talking about taking the part of the bonus. I'm talking about taking the whole bonus. You know, you, know, you wouldn't get a flat tie. Because a flat tie is only, what, $45. If you, if you don't get a mission. But, but, but I have big stuff, you know, water heater, you know, transmission. But, but, but once I found out about a belief system, then I had to come against that. Father, in the name of Jesus, I renounce. Renouncing is the strongest assertion you can make in the spirit realm. That's where stuff happens. So when you say something, your words go up and they go down. They go down to make sure that the enemy can do something with them, they go up to make sure that they are blessed and anointed of God. So if I plant a seed, how long will it take for its stuff to grow? Depending on what the fruit is. Uh, Porter is out there. Porter, where you at? What, 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 what's the quickest thing that I can plant and grow? Give like a vegetable kind of thing? Uh-huh, yeah. Just throw me a vegetable. You can get tomatoes quick. I can get tomatoes quick. So the more, <laughs> the more I believe in something when I plant, the quicker it's going to grow. First the seed, then the blade, then the full corn. But if I'm messing around with it, talking against it based off a of core belief, relationships are jacked up. What kind of relationship am I going to get? A jacked up one. Right? So it's operation in the subconscious. That's once again why he said his word is quick, powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. So only his word can reveal to you what the core belief is. So I always get you to fill out a form because I, that form tells me where your, your core beliefs are. But in church, he can tell, he, he'll tell us, as well as in counseling, he'll tell us right now what our belief systems are about certain things. So you can write this down. Let me say it first. So if you have a consistent challenge in an area, there is a belief, a core belief, that is manifesting itself as a result of that fruit. So if you got a certain area that you've been trying to overcome, you know, my belief system prior to losing 60 pounds was I heard somebody say, it was in the family, and they said, 
Well, after you graduate from, from high school, you can eat whatever you want. Okay? Whatever you want. So if I want two cookies, y'all know I'm not going to start with two. I'm going to eat the box. Okay? Just solve the problem. You know, you want to get rid of trash? Eat all the, all the cookies? There you go. You got it. <laughs> okay. I see you, Nicole. Okay. So I had a core belief that older people, when they looked a little plumper, uh huh, <laughs> looked better. You turn around. You turn around. Because my, because I had a grandma. She was plump. Okay. And when she got older, she uh -huh. kept looking young because uh -huh. she had some stretchiness to her skin. She uh -huh. was kind of plumped out. Okay. <laughs> and I was always skinny. Okay. But because I believed what I believed, as uh -huh. I got older, uh -huh. I started gaining weight, and I didn't know why. I was like, why am I gaining weight? I've always been able to eat whatever I want. I'm getting older. Uh -huh. I believe that old people look better plump, so now I'm getting plumper because I'm getting older. There you go. Everybody got that? Announce that right now in yeah. Jesus' name. <laughs> Look, 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 right, right, turn around, look at her. Rapper turn around, look at her. See, is she plump? Is she plump? <laughs> no, I used to wear, I used to be a four. Okay. And, and now I'm, I'm creeping into double digits, okay. like tens, twelves, fourteens. Okay. And we need to come on back. Okay, all right. So, so we're going to go ahead and announce that with her. Okay, I, I, I see, I see. Right, Madeline say, I, 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 I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have a question. Kind okay, of. all right. So I have a core belief, mm -hmm. and I tell my mom all the time that I believe I'm supposed to be alone. I said a nun, but okay. not really a nun. Okay. But I'm married, so could I be causing a problem? What y'all think? <laughs> some of y'all turn just turn around like this. What the world? Okay, now, 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 now let's go deep. Let's go real. Okay, are y'all ready to go real? I, I need y'all help. Can, can y'all help me? Cynthia, you going to help me? Oliver, you going to help me? Big O? All right, so now, because Satan is a legalist, how can she be alone? All right. Oh, she married now. Okay. The microphone. Okay. Who said? Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. She could be married to someone who stays gone all the Ooh, time. Work. Okay. They work a lot. Work a lot. Okay. All right. Y'all wasn't talking about nothing else, but y'all on it now. <laughs> huh? Who, who else? How, Teresa? Um, I I don't like to say this, but um, you just answer her question. Okay, I mean your <laughs> spouse your spouse could die. Ooh, okay, all right. Yes, sir. She could be wanting help in something, but don't even ask because in in her mind it could be playing well. You're alone anyway. Okay, all right. Yes, ma'am. If she wants to be alone um, and believes that that's what she should be, that spouse may just leave her alone. Leave her alone. Okay, all right. Yes, ma'am. Divorce. Divorce, okay. I wonder if she an instigator. Does she start Ooh. fights so Ooh. that he will Ooh. leave the room and she could be alone and watch Ooh. her TV show? Ooh. That, that, that's the area I was going to go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took mine. Dad took mine. You know, you, you, you just irritable. So you can be alone. You can be alone with somebody. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, you could be in the same house and still be alone because okay. there's no communication, okay. no, no caring, or no influence. You're alone. So, okay. All right. So you don't necessarily have to. You can be married and still be alone. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Look, she's raising up all the chairs, like stretching herself. Okay. All right. Who else? Nicole? 
But it doesn't just uh, impact. It doesn't Uh-oh. just have to impact the marriage. Uh-huh. She also has a child. So how does that play out oh, okay. with her child? Okay. Okay. She's a child as well. I'm wondering, was she speaking over her relationship with her son? Okay. Or even into his life? Okay. All right. All right. She want to clarify. She want the mic back. She want the mic back. Okay. So oh. He's not part of the equation. Okay. But is he? Yes. But he is. Why you say yeah, he is? I don't mean because you said you were meant to be alone, it doesn't matter to the devil. He's going to take that in all areas of your life. Ooh. Ed, you can better say something. Ed, you can better jump out of the seat. Go ahead, Ed. Go, go. Get a, a child needs a mother and a father together. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. If, this, if she doesn't need him, then the father's gone. Okay. Whether he comes and takes him sometime and all of that, it's not the same. Okay. Here, here, give me the mic. She said something. She, she back talking now. What, what, what did you just hear her say? <laughs> no, look, 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 look. She backtracked. No, she's not backtracking. She's going to stand the ground. All right, everybody got it? Have I made my point? Well, well, let's look at one lady, the head of core beliefs. Y'all ready? Lot and his wife. What y'all know about Lot? Huh? Lot was kidding to Abraham? Lot, Lot was a little jacked up in his stinking. God, when God called Abraham out, he, he called who out? He, he didn't want him to, to take who? He said, I'm calling you away from your family. Okay? We, we, we got some issues in the family. God knows we got some issues. So he said, okay. He said, Paul, I want you to come away from your family. And then I go to God and I say, come on, come on. Right now. Nothing wrong with the people I'm going to pick. Okay? Y'all cool? Everybody good? But, but he tell me to go. He, he tell me to get away from my family. Why would God tell me to get away from the family? Y'all talk to me. Raise your hand. Ed? Because Ed, ain't no give up that money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm because he knew that there was something in the family that was not good okay. for him going forward. Okay, okay. So the family I had is not good for where he wants to take me. Right, and okay. you were about to give us okay. why. Okay, all right. So he, he told me he's going to call me out because he got goals for me. He got a destiny for me. That my family don't not supposed to be a part of. Okay, what what you got, bro? It's very similar to what uh, Ed was saying. He saw God knew the family would hold him back or okay. cause some kind of division. Okay. So 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 uh, I'm gonna tell Wayne. I say Wayne, I know God told me to, to go by myself, but He really meant I supposed to take you. Come on, Wayne. Bam, bam. Come on, come on, man. Hey, come, yeah, yeah. The, the the plump lady. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 a guest? Come on. Come, come. Matter of fact, all y'all can come. You, you see what happened? Yeah. So the very y'all have see. So the very thing that God was doing to work in me, I cut it short by inviting you. Cause if I if I could have did it with you, He would have told me to bring you. That's the sword of the spirit right there. You follow me? So he said evil communication, lifestyle, conversation, corrupt good manners. So he had something that he wanted Abraham to do. But Abraham said, hey, I got to bring my posse with me. You follow me? So when God takes somebody out of your life, let them go. Don't go back and get them. You completed your assignment. Let somebody else pick it up. Amen? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I see it. Share, share, share it. You was at a uh, thing yesterday. 
uh, about the, the, the lady, that the, the drug dealer and all that. So, so y'all listen to this. Oh, oh, go, go ahead, Claude. That seems to be similar to, like, if you're invited to some event. Uh-huh. The person that invited you to the event wants you to come. Okay. But no, you're going to get a lot of bunch Ooh. of people that wasn't invited. Just uh-huh. come on. I'm going to this event. Come okay. on with me. Okay. I didn't invite them. But yeah, they weren't invited. I'm going to look at the clock on that. Yeah, how, <laughs> how many of us do that thing, Mike? You bring 10 more people with you. They weren't invited. They invited you. But anyway, Carol, tell them about the young lady. First of all, that's very rude. I hate people doing that. But anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lady. I was at an empowerment women's uh, event on Saturday. I was a vendor. And there was a lady story. I I can't remember her name, but some of you may know her. Um, She was... She was a union. I think she went to a Virginia union. This was in the 90s. And um, she she said her first year she was good, and then the second year she met this guy. She saw him coming on campus all the time, and all the girls, the smart girls, the um, sorority girls were always around his car, and he was always picking them up. So he was, she was intrigued about this guy. She wanted to uh, get to know who he was. Mm-hmm. And it turned out, long story, he was a sh- he's a, a drug dealer. And she became his girlfriend she became his girlfriend mm-hmm. and um you know she was saying surely my parents did not want me to go to college to date a drug dealer but somehow she just fell in love with him make long story short she never sold drugs with him okay. but she affiliated with him and so he uh skipped town or something because the feds were after him and they arrested her even though she had no drugs on her mm-hmm. she she was arrested and sentenced to prison for six years just by affiliation. That's the part I want you to hear. She, kn- she didn't even, they didn't even, she didn't have drugs on her when, when they were looking for him. She um, was not with him because he fled, but because they knew that she was his girlfriend, they put her to prison. They wanted to do a life sentence for her, even though they had no possession. So she was able to have a. Av- that's what she does now is okay. advocate for like people for the lady that was just um, released with Kim Kardashian. Uh-huh. She does that now to advocate for women. Um, they're trying to s- drug possessions, whether you have it or not. Okay. And you're in the car with somebody. If you live with somebody, she was really her point was to tell young women and older women to watch who you're affiliating yourself with because you can go to prison okay. whether you're guilty or not. Amen. So why, 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 why should we will? Because, I mean, the scripture says, evil communication corrupts the man. Whoever has a stronger personality, that's who you become like. You know, if, if you're with somebody that's an unbeliever and you never talk about your faith, when you start out, you invite them to church. Then they invite you to the bar. To the bar. They didn't come to church, but you went to the bar. Just talking real talk. Can I talk real talk? I, I'm going to keep on going, Tobias. I'm going to keep on going. All right, we're going to talk about Lot's wife. Yeah, real talk? You invited them to church, they invited you to the bed, and you went. I'm just looking at the clock. I'm not looking at anybody in particular. You started doing things you never thought you would do. First you had sex with condom, and now you have sex without. Just talking to the clock. Y'all don't mind me talking to the clock. Clock said 11.15. <laughs> clock don't talk back. Real stuff. You didn't drink, now you drink it. You didn't smoke, now you smoke it. You didn't smoke, now you smoke it. Y'all know, understand what I'm saying? We went from cigarettes to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't lie, but now you lie. 
You used to work, have a job, but now you quit it because they promised you more. You're not even married. Oh, matter of fact, you used to didn't cheat, but now you cheat. But I just didn't used to do this before. But now I am. Only God can set you free of that stuff. Because see, the lie of the young and old or elder or more mature is to believe that the world has something that God doesn't. That's what happened to Lot's wife. I'm, I'm going back to Lot's wife. Y'all okay with that? Because check this out. So God came to, God sent his angels to talk to Lot. Because God was doing this based off his relationship with Abraham. The same way you being blessed by your parents who stand in the gap for you. And, and he told him, look, you know, all sexual perversion going on. There's a lot of lies going on in the world that it wasn't sexual perversion. But when a man want to sleep with another man, that's perversion. Yeah, I'm saying that. A woman want to sleep with another woman, that's perversion. Yes, I'm saying that. Save your time with the letters and the emails and all that. That's what the word says. You know, anything, and I don't have no children in here, anytime you got to lubricate something to enter it, it wasn't God's design. Y'all understand what I'm saying? When a penis goes into a vagina, the, the vagina lubricates so you can enter. Say enter. I, I just want to see what y'all are paying attention to. <laughs> you with me, but I, I, I see top, top, top grinning back there. Top said, yeah, Pastor Tomo said. <laughs> God knows when we're in danger the same way he knew when Lot was in danger but when God sent angels to tell Lot look Wayne we got to get I'm, I'm going to stop messing with Wayne look look Wilson, we got to get out of here man come on come on come follow me and then you drag your feet uh, it says Lot was dragging his feet so why was he dragging his feet he didn't want to go. Why are we dragging our feet? Because we don't want to go. But God has already warned that this whole town is going to be taken out. But, but, but let me go back. Remember a couple of weeks ago, or well, a couple of months ago, they had an incident on a plane, and they said, they already tell you something going on in the plane, just make sure you leave. They had trouble because people were going back to get their bags. They don't know what this challenge was, was on the plane, but they pulled over, and the chute opened up, and you both jump out on the chute. Now, nah, I got to make, make sure I get my laptop. Now, you're going to burn, but your laptop. <laughs> you, you follow what I'm saying? So, he, Lot was dragging his feet. No, no, no. I'm coming up with excuses. What, what's some excuses why we, we want to turn back? I'm not ready. Just shout it out for the sake of time. Shout it out. I'm not ready. Well, that, that's what Lot said. Familiarity, okay? Okay? Comfort zone. Feels good. It's easier. Fear the unknown. Responsible. I'm not equipped. So, 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 Lot dragging his feet. Now, you just was told that I'm gonna take out this whole town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the whole town out. If you stay in the town, you're gonna be taken out with us. And then we dragging our feet. So, what's the area we dragging our feet when he's trying to tell us to get out? Okay, then it goes on to say, the man grabbed Lot's arm in the arms of his wife and daughters because the whole family was dragging the feet. Why do you think, guys? The whole family was dragging the feet. So they saw something in their father and mother, and they say, if they're not running, why should I run? 
if they're not going, why should I go? See, see, guys, as parents, even if you're not a parent, your niece or nephew, somebody's watching you to see how you respond and react to stuff. All right? God was so merciful. Mercy is when we don't get what we do deserve. They deserve to be taken out. But he said, no, I'm going to have mercy on them and dragged them to safety outside the city. So it got to a point where that he, they pulled so hard that they didn't care, the angels didn't care whether they were sliding with them or whatever, but I got to get them out of town. Because the angels recognized I got to answer to God about what he sent me to do. All right, let's go on. So when they had them outside, Lot was told, now run. Now, now I had to drag Spencer, heavy enough as it is. I had to drag the man, but then it got to a point where Lot was told, now run for your life. Yeah, I'm running. What? Hey, I got to stop by Kroger and get something. <laughs> no, no Ch- Ch- Chick-fil-A was open, so I got to go by Chick-fil-A and get me what, what, what I'm going to get at Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm, chicken strips, because, you know, I don't know how long this trip going to be, Nicole, so I got to eat while I go, okay? By the way, I got to get that ice cream cone. All right, Rosalind, they're taking the time. He told them to do what? God is telling us to run for our life in that area that he, he told us about. Don't look back. Don't stop anywhere on the plane. Don't stop at Chick-fil-A. Don't stop at Burger King. Reverend Johnson introduced us to a new place, uh, Crab Louie. Don't stop at Crab Louie. Order that sucker to go. Run for the hills or you'll be swept away. He's telling us to run. He, he even tells us in the New Testament about sin. Supposed to run away from it, get away from it. But Lot's wife, from behind him, and man, this, this is a key component. What is his wife doing behind him? So women livers, this, this, this is correct. You're supposed to be worried with me. Besides, yeah, okay, he, he got that thing. <laughs> he, he, he ran it, October the 7th, he ran it. He said, help, babe, you're going to help me, baby. <laughs> I love it, I love what I do. Foolishly and longingly look back. We haven't changed something because somewhere in that core belief, we believe that what's behind us is better than what's in front of us. Longingly look back towards Solomon in an act of disobedience. Who was she disobedient to? Now, he did all this to get him out and his family. Do y'all think, because I think it was Dale or Madeline, one of you said, I think all-knowing. So God knew what she was going to do. God knew what the whole family was going to do. God knows what we're going to do. Look back in an act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. So her journey stopped right there. What's in front of us? Jesus Christ and everything. See, the divine attributes of God is far more than we, we How can you pay for peace? But he's the only one that offers that. Alcohol don't offer peace. It offers high. But it won't stop there. Drugs don't bring peace. Sex don't bring peace. Unless you're in love and you're doing it in Jesus Christ and you're married. It's good then, boy. Okay. But if your thoughts jacked up, that still didn't bring peace. The only way you get peace is through him. And he knows that. So what are we looking back for? If what's before me. See, that's the big lie right there. Is that, okay, I'm a Christian, I, got, I can't have fun. 
I can't do this, I can't do that. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff you can't do, but it's a whole heck of a lot of stuff you can do. And it's called peaceful fun. It's called joy. The world don't offer joy, but he offers joy. Joy is what's on the inside. You can have a situation that looks dire, and it looks like there's no way out, but joy is the only place that you can go. And the joy says, because I trust you, Father, I know you got this. But you got to be willing to go. See, the thing about mercy is you don't know when it's going to run out. But it does run out. Because God has to honor his word. So she looked back. So are we going to make a decision not to look back? Because in order to look back, we have to be turning around. We have to be making that U-turn. There's an area of our life that if we allow him to work in this area, then man, what is so before us is, is extraordinary. If I had known that ministry was going to be this much fun, I wouldn't have ran for 25 years. Does it have its challenges? Absolutely. But does it have its blessings? When I get to see people, I, when I get to see me grow, because see, if I don't grow, you can't grow. When I get to see what God is doing in my life, my family's life, my ministry life, this church life, these lives being touched, man, I would have done this a long time ago. Because it's better than the high. Follow me? So, guys, there's stuff that he wants to do in and through you. But you got to be willing to go. And you got to stop looking back. So how can you drive forward looking back? Because what does the scripture say about salt? Once it's lost its favor, it's no good. Get rid of it. Follow me? Everybody good? Y'all looking at me funny. You got any questions? Cop, you got any questions? All right, so any other questions? Everybody good? Part three will be on, on uh, th this Thursday coming up. Happy hour, 7 to 8. Have you in and out. Anything else? Thought we good? All right. So, so let me just, it, in the back of your seats, there's connection cards. If you want to know more about the ministry, fill out the cards. If you want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord, fill out the cards. If you want to become a member, fill out the card. If you want to get filled with the Holy Spirit, fill out the card. Just say, fill out the card. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get very close. But guys, remember, everything that I taught about is in the area that he showed you. Okay, so you got to look at that area. Somebody throw out an area right quick, just a name. Finances. So, so let's go back to uh, Lot's wife, if you can. So, it, okay, so let's do it this way. That's okay, Ashley, stay there. All right, so what are the areas that Corey has to be? attuned to to make sure he doesn't turn back in finance because that's what we're talking about is turning back right okay budgeting okay all right what else budgeting what else Teresa uh, making payments on time making payments on time okay these are all areas see, see how practical because see the world says the Bible has no relevance say bald face lie to look at his core beliefs to see if he's not thinking or confessing anything inside that's contrary to what he wants to see okay all right um, don't eat out so much. Not eat out so much, okay. <laughs> Pay your tithes. All right. And, and, and when Wayne said something, that just triggered. I, I said we were going to pray for Michelle. Okay. And, and, and anybody else made a, a, a confession about fi uh, your, your weight as far as looking at other people? Okay. All right. So just two? Okay. All right. That's okay. Three? All right. So y'all, uh, uh, just these three. So repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus. I renounce the lie that older people 
become plump and, and gain weight. Because somehow that became true in my life. So I renounced the judgment that I made at that time. And Father, your word says that I could renounce it and it would be crushed and utterly destroyed to the point there's no dust left of it. Now I receive your truth that as I age and mature, I get healthier. I don't care what the world says. I choose to walk in that freedom and make choices and fruit that will remain according to my health, my healing, and my size. I walk in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all got it? Put the time of day stamp on it. All right, let's do our close. Thank you, Miss. All right, y'all ready? And somebody asked me why I do this when I get up here for the opening and closing. It's because I want to make sure I'm not trying to click when they click it. So there's nothing wrong. I'm just surrendering to whoever's in the sandbox. Y'all got it? Got the shot? Okay. All right, let's do it. I stir up the gift that is within me by faith. I'm stirring up the power that is within me. I'm stirring up myself and running fear, procrastination, and every hindering spirit out of my personal and business affairs. I'm ruled by my spirit. I tell my mind what to think and my body what to do, for I am a master of my emotions. I'm a person of immediate action. I am steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. These goals are my passion. I pursue them with enthusiasm and relentless determination. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My loins are girded about with truth. I have on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, wherewith I quench every fiery dot of the wicked, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. No sickness, disease, incidents, or accidents can come nigh my dwelling. If I drink of any deadly thing, it shall not hurt me. A thousand shall fall at my side, and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh my dwelling. I came to win, in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.